Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Good day, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. I am one of your many co-hosts. Well, actually, co means two. So I am one of two co-hosts, Mr. Glorious Matt Hinshaw. And with me, as always, my good buddy, my brother, if uh, we had the same mama, Mysterious Mike. Hey, everybody. So, Mike, what if something horrible happens? Something already did. That is a quote from today's incredible, stupendous, amazing movie that you're going to give five out of five reels because it's the best movie of the year and it's only January. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, no, we know. We know, Mike. We know. What are you talking about? You know this movie's not great. It's not, it's not even good. But you're just trying to hype it up. You're trying to get a reaction out of me. And it worked. So, <laughs> there. Good. I'm glad it worked. Because I know how much you love your boy, Mr. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I like Keanu Reeves and, uh, you know, like his last few movies, like the John Wick series. But, uh, yeah, this movie's not so great. See, you're getting way too specific. I'm not even talking about movies. I'm talking about if you had that one cheat guy, it would be Keanu Reeves. Admit it. It would. One cheat guy? Yeah. If, oh, you know, so, if you so ran across him. On, on, on my spouse with, with Keanu Reeves? Yes. Oh. Um, no, I don't think he's pretty enough. Really? That's surprising. I figured you'd be all about that. You'd want to make him happy because he's always so sad. Uh, he is always kind of sad. He usually plays kind of a, a sad character. Well, yeah. we're not even talking about characters. We're talking even in real life. He's always sad. Oh. Poor bastard. I don't know. Anyways. All right, Mike. So go ahead and do it. Give us the rundown. For the hot garbage Keanu Reeves movie, Replicas. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, we're talking about Replicas. It was uh, directed by Jeffrey uh, Nakamanoff, writers uh, Chad St. John, uh, Stephen Hamill. It's uh, starring Alice Eve, Keanu Reeves, Emily, Alan Lind, uh, Thomas Middleditch, uh, John Ortiz. And the synopsis of this movie is a daring synthetic biologist, after a car accident kills his family, will stop at nothing to bring them back, even if it means pitting himself against a government-controlled laboratory, a police task force, and the physical laws of science. All right, Mike. So we have a very important thing that I need to ask you that I should have asked before we introduced the movie, but I just kind of rolled into it. Mike, what are you drinking today? Oh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm drinking, um, oh shoot. Uh, it's a, it's a, uh, beer from the Midwest. It's called, uh, cow. Hold on. I gotta look at it real quick. It's a, it's in a koozie. I gotta pull it out. That's what she said. (laughs) Yes. That's what she said. I don't know if that works. It was in a koozie and I gotta pull it out. Yeah, maybe. Depends what you call what you think of as a koozie. Yeah, it's called um, moon um, moon milk. Moon, it, like moon milk? 
<laughs> yeah. Well, that doesn't sound like a beer. It sounds like a really terrible, rotten milk that's been floating around in zero gravity for a while. Well, you know. And also hasn't been visited since the 70s. Oh, no, wait. Sorry. sorry. Moon Man. And oh, it's from oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and it's from uh, New Glarus uh, Brewing Company out of uh, Wisconsin. All right, all right, all right. So uh, I I will go ahead and uh, recite what I am drinking. I am two fisting it today. Oh yeah, I, two fisting. Wow, what's the occasion? It was an incredible. It was an incredible Monday at work, like always. Oh, oh you ha- somebody has a case of the Mondays, huh? Oh fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> I Office just had space, to get my that favorite. out. That's I know, but I movie. had to get that out. I hate it when fucking people say that, even though it's from a great, incredible movie that we need to do for a legacy cast. Yeah, I love Office Space. God damn it. I hate that when people say that shit. Anyways, all right. Well, in my left hand, I am finishing off my last little bit of one of my favorite beers, and it is the Samuel Adams Oktoberfest. Oh, man, you can still get it? No, I've just had it for a little while because they start putting it on sale. Yeah, they start putting it on sale, whatever they have left in November, and that's when I typically buy it because then I can think I can afford it, even though I really can't. But anyways, so that's in my left hand. (laughs) In my right hand is my man, well, kind of man drink, but uh, I am drinking a uh, Jameson and Coke in my right hand. Oh, and it's it's like four ounces Jameson and, and a half ounce Coke? No, dude, it's more than that. I have a pint, so it's like, you know, an entire pint of Jameson with a splash of Coke. Oh, oh, okay, man. Must have been a great Monday. Yeah, and I'm on my second one because Ooh. we started a little late today. So, oh, man, hopefully you don't get all slurry. No, I don't think so. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I haven't eaten since 1 o'clock, and it's now almost 8. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how this goes. It might get real fun towards the end. You might (laughs) have to run the show, Mike. Can you do it? Can you handle that pressure? (laughs) I think I can. I think I can. All right, good. Now you're starting to sound like, what is that, the little engine that could? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I think I am. All right, good. So, Mike, I I won't beat around the bush. You know, like I... Never mind, I'm going to stop. Um, Replicas was just rough, dude. It was rough. It was a cheap, shitty version of Altered Carbon, which Altered Carbon was such a good, entertaining show on Netflix. I highly recommend anyone that likes really hardcore sci-fi stuff, especially the feel and the look of Blade Runner, to watch Altered Carbon. Oh yeah, Altered Carbon was fantastic. Um, yeah, if comparing it to Altered Carbon, yeah, it was terrible. I, I couldn't, I couldn't stop comparing it to that mo- to that TV show the whole time I was watching this. I was like, man, yeah. Oh, I, geez. Guess, I guess, I guess you're you're really you're really hitting it on the head there. But I don't know this this movie in some places seemed very rushed and uh, the acting. I don't know. I guess Keanu Reeves even was kind of, I Dude, don't know. honestly, me- I think he was just in it for a freaking paycheck. Yeah, he seemed kind of mechanical. Like, he didn't seem as, as like, even in John Wick, where he's kind of like this crazy badass, I felt like I felt more emotions than this one where, you know, his 
I, I guess it's it's in the synopsis. So his whole family dies, and it just, dude, I was just gonna say what you're gonna say. It just didn't <laughs> seem like it was that disturbing to him. Right, his whole <laughs> freaking family literally dies before his eyes, including his three children, and he's just like, oh, well, that sucks. Yeah, it's like, are you kidding uh, me? Your whole yeah. family just died. It, I don't have a family. I don't have a wife. I don't have kids. If I did, again, though, I'm a bit of a sap. I'd probably be sitting there bawling my freaking eyes out for at least two or three hours. And then I would go and do the creepy sci-fi shit. But, hey, whatever. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, his, his, um, his wife and, well, it's mostly his wife when... when uh, later on in the movie she just didn't seem very uh, it's just not very believable on on that stuff and then the the evil boss guy was like like cartoony kind of oh god he was, yeah he stereotypical was just, for sure yeah it was just weird I, I, I don't know like um it the the guy that's in um uh, silicon valley he he Thomas was more believable. Yeah. yeah, he was more believable in all the stuff he's in it, but he's not in it the entire. Like, he, I guess he's a co-star. His acting was probably the best in this this particular instance. I've always always enjoyed him on Silicon Valley. He's always done a good job. I could really live without the uh, stupid Verizon commercials he does, but I don't watch TV that often, so it doesn't really bother me that much. But. To to hit off one of your earlier points, Alice Eve, who plays Keanu Reeves' wife in this movie, she's not a horrible actor. She's not going to win an Oscar anytime soon, but she's not horrible. And she was so bad in this movie. But yeah. so was Keanu Reeves, and so was just about everybody else. It just It just seemed like a paycheck movie. It really just, that's how it came across to me. Yeah, do you think, I, you know, I think I, I'm going to have to lean on the director. I think this was part of the direction. I think this is the way he wanted them to be portrayed. I don't know. Other than that, I, I couldn't tell you why it was so uh, bland and blah. I don't want to get into it too much because it'll start getting into spoiler territory. But I'll put it, I'll phrase it this way. This The story of this movie really seemed like it couldn't make up its damn mind. It was one thing, and then it was another thing, and then it was another thing. If it would have picked one uh, and stuck yes. to it, you know, if yes. it would have picked that one and just stuck to it, it would have been a better movie. It wouldn't have been as long either. It probably would have been 90 minutes instead of, what was it? Uh, uh, here, let me look it up without I think a, it's an hour and 46 minutes. I yeah, mean, it's not almost crazy two long, hours. but No, but it, 107 minutes. So, I don't know. Yeah, an hour and 47 minutes. Yep. It just felt so freaking long to me. It really felt so long to me, this movie did. Yeah, yeah, I actually checked my watch during it. Um, and I was the only one in the theater, which is also a bad sign, and... Well, I went to the first showing on Thursday last week with a friend, and she is a huge fan of Keanu Reeves, and she definitely rated this film higher than I rated it, but I was disappointed coming out, and she's like, well, it was not great, 
But again, it's my boy Keanu, so you can't hate on the Keanu. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I there's some parts of the movie that were kind of interesting questions, and, and uh, without giving away too much, and that's always something. It's I don't know. They're tough questions, so it's always interesting to see how somebody would do. Or what somebody would do put in certain situations uh, like this movie presents. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess I kind of like some of that stuff. But I was expecting a little bit more sci-fi stuff. And it's kind of late on that. Um, and then the um, there's some scenes that are kind of minority reportish, But they're not... I didn't even think they were that well done, especially in the beginning. Ugh. Speaking about tough questions, how does replicas relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Oh, well, that's a great question, man. The uh, makeup artist, uh, Carrie Smith, also was a makeup artist for Ant-Man and Ant-Man and Wasp. Nice. Nice. Well, good. I bet you that was probably a pretty deep cut. Yeah, it w- it was a little harder to find. Uh, it seemed like a lot of the people that had worked on this movie had done a lot of smaller, lower budget type films that were m- maybe horror movies or... or B-type movies, because it didn't seem like there was a lot of bigger movies on a lot of the resumes of the various uh, cast and crew. Well, not to make it sound bad, but I guess it does a little bit. But the production company, not the production company, I keep getting this wrong. I keep saying production company. It is not the production company. It is the distributor. The distributor for the United States of America for this movie is called Entertainment Studios Motion Picture. That is one of the most generic freaking names I've ever heard for a film company in my entire life. And what's interesting, though, is when you look at their history, they have a decent history of films. I just don't ever remember seeing their name pop up so predominantly. It really kind of caught me off guard. I was like... Man, this is a crackerjack company. But their second most popular movie that they released was Hostels. And I enjoyed Hostels. That was a very good movie. Another film they released that I didn't see, my mother saw and my dad saw because they lived during this time period, was uh, Chappaquiddick. I wanted to see that. I- I'm waiting for it to hit the Netflix. Oh, uh, actually, I think Chappaquiddick you can stream on Amazon Prime right now. Oh, nice. Perfect. So, but they have, they have some legitimate, pretty well-known films at the top of their list as their distributors. So maybe I've just never seen their logo pop up such predominantly before, but when it popped up and I was in the theaters, I was like, wow, that is freaking generic. Yeah. Well, um, I don't think I noticed that when it was, uh, it was starting, but you know, Oh, I had a good laugh. I know it's fucked up, but I had a good laugh. So (laughs) anyways. All right, Mike. So let's go ahead and warn our listeners. 
We are now at the time where we are going to spoil the hell out of replicas. I personally do not recommend you see this movie, even on Netflix. I say, uh, go ahead and let this one go by the wayside. But uh, if you do intend seeing it, go ahead and turn this guy off until after you see it. So, Mike, go ahead. Let's start it off. I'll let you kick it off. Uh, Let's go with some spoilers. Okay, so the first thing I'm going to mention in this movie, which was extremely odd to me, is at first I thought this movie was about trying to get, like, uh, consciousness into a machine and the true... uh, They they had a phrase that they kept saying... um, Anyway, like for artificial intelligence to kind of be like self-aware and they're implanting in um, someone's brain, essentially, kind of uh, Frankenstein-esque into a robot. And then it changes into some stuff with cloning and you're like, what in the hell? And then they're like, well, we're going to combine the two. And you're like, okay, what? Right, so. that's exactly what I was alluding to earlier before the spoilers, is how yes. I feel if this movie would have picked one, it would have been a much better film. I like the idea, again, it's very Alter Carbon-esque, but it is kind of its own thing. Just do the story of Keanu Reeves' character, his whole family dying having to make the choice to clone them and then having to figure out how the hell to get their consciousness into the clones so that they don't realize that they are clones. That's a good movie as it is that well, not good, but it's a good story as it is on top of it. They threw this whole fricking, you know, uh, government, uh, robot consciousness into a mechanical being kind of thing. And I was just like, really? Like you didn't have enough with before. Like I would have loved. Okay. Okay. I don't want to take control of this, but I'm going to say this was one of my favorite parts of the film that I really think they should have gone farther with. And they didn't, they dropped the ball. The part where the clones wake up, they're moving about the house. They're doing their thing. And they can't do simple little tasks. Like the kids are trying to make cereal and milk and there's just shit everywhere. They're spilling the cereal everywhere. The milk is everywhere. They're eating the cereal with their hands. I thought that was great. Give yeah, me more just, of that. They didn't address any of that. They right. kind of just brushed it off. And again, if you weren't paying attention, you wouldn't have even noticed that. And then the wife, you know, she's going out for her morning run or whatever And she starts rubbing her stomach where she was killed, where the stick went through her chest or stomach or whatever and killed her. Fantastic. That is a great movie right there. Leave it. You know, let us deal with all of that. Let us process all of that on how a clone whose consciousness, you know, came into being in this new character and they're dealing with all the shit they had to deal with in death and everything else. That's a great movie. Leave it at that. Yeah, and one more thing that they just had to throw in. Um, they only had enough room to clone three out of the four, so we're going to have to let one go. Well, okay, okay, okay. Here's my argument with that. This is just stupid because <laughs> if they would have been paying attention, the company, they would have noticed three of their $1.8 million 
cloning boxes missing. Not one, not two, three. They had more in the lab. They cut to scenes where there's more in the lab. Take the fucking fourth one. Just take the fourth one. Because you decide to axe one of the children, which happens to be clearly Keanu Reeves' favorite child. Are you... Oh, my God. It was so bad. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I just... uh, I thought that was... And then, um, of course, Keanu's like, well, I'll just erase them. I'm like, yeah, that'll work. That'll work. Uh, The school, everyone will forget that you accidentally had another kid. It'll be fine. I I love that you can can Google search someone's brain and delete out whatever the fuck you want. I guess Google's logarithm is so good, you can delete out of people's brains whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Right? Uh, Yeah, no, that was was bad. And then, so... So I understand uh, movies are a visual medium, um, but the way that he had to like do the algorithm was all like this visual like cross section of the brain and stuff. I'm like, how would you get anything done? No brain is wired the same. I don't understand. I mean, there's generalities, but not even everyone does the things that a lot of people do. Like when they map your brain uh some people have like motor skills and stuff in different places and it's just i don't know it was so weird it was a weird way of trying to be cool with like tech and like the gesture to wave your hand over your face to start the thing what the heck is that dude mike just be honest there was way too much convoluted story the science falls flat on its face the tech falls flat on it on its face it just does it just does and that's what makes the movie not just bad but even worse because they can't stick to the laws and the rules that they set in the start of the movie yeah yeah it does that makes it worse i don't and then the fucking robot at the end who is also Keanu Reeves and he's kicking everybody's ass and it just, it looks so bad. Like, clearly oh. they didn't spend money on the CG. Oh, yeah. And Matt, what did you think about the, like, happy wrapped up ending? What the hell? Well, dude, it clearly it leads for a fucking sequel. But I love 17 weeks later. Oh, look, look, we found the extra fucking cloning machine. And I cloned my fucking child. And oh, by the way, we're now selling the tech to fucking, you know, oil tycoons in Saudi Arabia who are fucking dying or whatever the fuck they were. Yeah, yeah. But the the funny part about the like, oh, look, here's our daughter that I erased from all your heads. Um, yeah. Love her. <laughs> go ahead, yeah. go run and love her, even though I deleted her completely out of your fucking conscious. Yeah, well, I'm gonna have to reload you guys. Uh, just uh, stand still for a few oh, minutes. Oh no, he deleted that shit. It's gone. So th- she's gonna have to love, you know, a child she's never known, even though she kept having fucking like ghost thoughts of it throughout the movie. Yeah, well, God, that's uh, every- dude. It was ev- so bad. It was everybody- so bad. Matt, everybody knows that when you clone the brain that you're going to have these ghost images of stuff. And you'll be like, why is things weird right now? Come on. That's just classic, normal stuff that goes on with cloning. 
So are you telling me that all the sheeps and gerbils and deer that they've cloned, they have ghost fucking memories of eating like a plant? <laughs> like they're sitting there eating a plant, but it's really a ghost. Um, I'm going to have to lean with yes. I'm going to have to lean on yes there. I mean, you're the smart person in this podcast. I'm just the talent. You're the smart person. So yes, yeah. Well, I I, I don't know, man. It was it, it's a pretty bad movie. It's it's a pretty bad movie. Um, I wanted to like some of the stuff, and I I tried. What's it, really fucking depressing is it's like January. You know, yes, I know January is not the best time for movies. We just had literally twelve movies released in the span of two weeks in December. I understand. You and I tried to see as many of them as we could. I thought yeah. we did a pretty damn good job, personally. Yeah, we, we we did see some. We haven't even reviewed everything we saw. I just don't know how we could squeeze everything in there. That's what she said. <laughs> you know, I, I honestly, like, I don't think I'm going to talk about Once Upon a Deadpool. I'd like to talk about Stan and Ollie. That was good. I enjoyed it. But there's just there's just so much. There was so much. I think we got the cream of the crop and one that kind of wasn't the cream of the crop. But you know, whatever. Yeah, but it looked but like still, it was going to be awesome. It, the the right. Marwin looked cool it did. and it and really it had did. such a great marketing campaign, and then it right. was not great. And who doesn't love Steve Carell? Steve Carell is a fantastic actor. But oh god. Anyways, if you want to listen to that one, that was a couple podcasts ago. That was what seventy seven, I think. Yeah, the triple feature. Yeah, is, uh, the triple the title feature. Of it. Triple feature. Yeah. It was our first triple feature, and it was just, it was tough, man. So, yeah. Anyways, so I understand January's going to be shit. It's the shit time for movies. But again, we have Glass coming out in a, in a, what a week or two. Uh, this this coming week. Right, I'm excited to see that. I'm sure you know. The, oh, it's been getting hammered, dude. It's so been I, getting I, yeah, yeah. I hope it's good. I'm excited to see it because I would like M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong to be back on his game. And I really love Split. I really, really loved Unbreakable way more than Split. I thought Unbreakable was just so smart and so good and so much fun. I'm going to be really sad if this is really that bad as the critics are putting out. But we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. We're we're definitely going to go see it. You and I are definitely going to go see it. And you're going to be able to listen to it on the Real Film Nerds podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the critics ripped apart Bohemian Rhapsody, and we liked it. So, like, I, yeah, I don't know, that's man. True. Sometimes I think they're just too stuck on themselves. I don't know. I feel like we're the we're the real audience. Yeah, we're not critics. We're just a couple of Joes. Average Joes. So. Yes. Speaking of average Joes, Mike, let's go ahead and do it. Let's uh, let our listeners know what we truly think of the uh, robotic John Wick 3, known as Replicas. Dude, seriously, if it would have been like a robotic John Wick 3, this movie would have been fucking tits. It would have been so much better. Yes, it would have been awesome. But uh, John Wick 3 is coming out later this year, so we can look forward to that. Oh, I am so looking forward to that. I mean, I really am. So, all right. So. John Wick 3 aside, Mike, how many reels do you give the hot mess that is known as replicas? Um, I think I'm going to give this two reels. Uh, and I wouldn't recommend you really seeing this unless you're really bored. 
Because it's just, it's just not very well done. And it's got a lot of, I, they just didn't know what they were trying to do, really. The story's kind of all over the place. All right. So, Mike, I think we're going to have to stop doing this podcast right now because. Did you, are you giving it two reels too? I'm giving it two reels as well. I Ah. had parts that I enjoyed, enjoyed is maybe a strong word. I had parts that I hated less than other parts that I hated. Um, I don't think it was the super extraordinary hot garbage, but it definitely is not worth going to the theaters. I'd say it's not even worth watching on Netflix unless you literally have nothing else going on. Yeah, and I guess if you like Keanu Reeves, you can see it, but it's not a very good performance from him. Really, the only guy who's uh, good is the Silicon Valley guy, uh, which I keep forgetting his name. Tom Middleditch, yeah. Yeah, Tom Middleditch. And, and why not just it. go watch freaking Silicon Valley if you want to see him? He's fantastic yeah. in that show. Yeah, dude, it was just, it was, this is a rough one, man. I really, I can't recommend anyone to see it. It just, if you want to watch something that's similar to this, that's a hell of a lot better. It's a hell of a lot longer, but it deals with a lot of the same kind of things in concept. Go watch Alter Carbon on Netflix. That was a great show. I think that is an underrated show. I know it hasn't gotten a whole lot of, you know, talk up and it, it has been out for a while, but it did get cleared for a season two. I really liked that show. I thought it was fantastic. The story was good. The acting was decent. The sets are fantastic. I mean, they really did a good job, especially just for a Netflix show. It's on the level of Blade Runner. It really is. It feels a lot like Blade Runner. If, yeah. Yeah, it's really that. good. Yeah, Altered Carbon was really good. I really liked it. Uh, yeah, and the sets were amazing. It was the production man. They, I think they spent a lot on that movie, but it was or that show, and it, but it was awesome. So, dude, it paid off, man. They're doing a season two, and I'm excited for season two because you know who's playing the uh, the main guy in it, right? Uh, no. Did they change? Oh, because he changed sleeves. Yes. <laughs> nice. It's a, I don't remember his name, and I'm not going to look it up because I don't want to make noise on my keyboard. But the uh, gentleman that plays Falcon in Avengers is going to play the main character in Altered Carbon Season 2. Oh, okay. And he's a pretty big name. He's a pretty well-known actor. And that, I think, is going to be just great. I'm really looking forward to Season 2. I really am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I was surprised about the the show because it, it kind of had a decent trailer on Netflix, but I was like, I don't know. And then I watched it, and I was like, oh, I love this. So, All right, so one last thing, folks, before we let you go. There is a – I don't know if it's a new social media, but it's a new social media to me, and I'm trying to get Mysterious Mike on there to start his own Mysterious Mike uh, profile. Yeah, I'll get on it, man. I've just been busy. I'll get well, on it. Well, I started my own, and then I started a Real Film Nerds one, and then hopefully you'll start yours, and you can send me a message, and I'll friend you on it, or whatever the hell they call it. But it's called letterboxed.com. That's L-E-T-T-E-R-B-O-X-D.com. And it's a place for basically people that love movies. You can rate, you can review, you can read what other people think of films it's just it's a really great idea and i can't believe i'm just now learning about it 
But I've started an account for, you know, myself. I started an account for our, this podcast and Mike is going to start an account, hopefully. And, you know, go on there and you'll be able to see what movies we've reviewed and what, when we saw it, you know, it's cool. Join yeah, on in. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be looking at it and, and signing up here in this next couple days. Just been pretty busy. So. Well, I understand. I understand. And it's not like Facebook. You're not going to get a whole bunch of crap of baby pictures and, hey, look, my dog, you know, is awesome. And, oh, look, this political. No, it's nothing but movies and movie reviews and ratings. It's You it's mean they don't, have, they don't have hash brown avocado toast? No, I not that I've run across, unless that's a movie. If there's a movie that is hash brown avocado toast, then it's on there. But if it's not a movie, it's not. <laughs> All right. Well, I was just talking about how people always take pictures of their food and post it. I don't know if it's necessarily on Facebook, but they do on all kinds of things. So whatever. Inst- Instagrams and the... I don't know if they do the tweet faces and the... The snap dicks. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm sure they do. Well, anyways, all right, Mike, I, I don't know if I have anything else. Um, maybe we could tease what we're doing Thursday. Thursday, we actually had a movie studio contact us, and they requested us to review their B-movie, and that is coming this Thursday. The movie is known as Clyde Cooper. It is out on Amazon. It is anywhere you can purchase it. Go for it. Go watch it. Mike and I are going to talk about it on Thursday if you want to be part of that conversation. Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about it on Thursday. I'm definitely interested to talk about this movie. All right, Mike. Well, I don't have anything else. You got anything else you want to add for today's podcast? Um, no, no. I I think that's it. Uh, uh yeah. Um, thanks everybody for listening and uh, catch our next pod. Thank you for listening to the Real Film Nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now go out and catch a movie.